0: Welcome to the Colby Cast, episode 27. Glad you could join us. In today's conversation, Hope and Bonnie are joined by Colby alumnus and current college student, Gregory. Gregory talks about how Colby helped prepare him for college and especially helped develop his sense of wonder at God's creation and truth as contained in the great books. This sense of wonder or curiosity is a major focus of his life at college and also this episode. Enjoy the show.
1: there, I'm Bonnie, Colby homeschooling mom, liturgical musician, podcast fanatic, heavy library user, and Colby parent ambassador. I have two lads and two lasses. The youngest is in fifth grade, the eldest is in tenth, and this is our fourth year of homeschooling with Colby.
2: And I'm Hope, Bonnie's younger sister and a Colby alumna in a phase of life after being a student, but before becoming a parent. I studied communication theory and philosophy in college, then I went to law school. Now I'm an attorney, an avid home cook, and the fun aunt, Bonnie's
1: Kids. All right, so today we're visiting with Gregory, a recent Colby alumnus. Gregory, welcome to the Colby cast. Thanks so much for coming to visit with us.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: It's really great to have you here. We've been looking forward to visiting with you and hearing about your Colby experience and what you're up to now, that kind of thing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family?
0: My name is Gregory. My family moved around for... A few years and finally settled in maryland and uh my mom home homeschooled me for pretty much my whole life except for eighth grade and then i did colby for all four years of high school and loved it and graduated and now i'm going to wyoming catholic college because one of the reasons i like it is because i feel like it's a lot like colby that it uh the way it teaches especially theology and uh literature
2: Very cool. Like you had homeschooling in my background, but my introduction to Colby was in ninth grade and it was a little bit of a steep learning curve for me, but but definitely worth it. Did you have a learning curve too with the uh, Colby online classes or? Uh,
0: A bit of one. I didn't start doing all of my classes for Colby in um, freshman year of high school. I did three classes then. And then uh, I think the next year I did all of my classes except science. And then for the last two years, i pretty sure I just did Colby classes um, for everything. And um, so the first year I was still kind of, yeah, I'd say so. I was still getting used to the way online classes worked and um, really engaging with the class and like working with my classmates to um, do homework or other things or learn the material. but as time went on, yeah, definitely. I think I learned to do a better job of of engaging with classes in a way that is really helpful when you're trying to learn about things and and think them through for yourself instead of just memorizing stuff.
1: That's one of the main goals, isn't it? As part of the process, the transition to high school, the ninth grade year, can be for some people <laughs> quite quite the uh, pivotal year, I think, with all kinds of lessons learned, not just the academic ones, but all sorts of time management, uh, uh, personal management, all the things all converging all at once. So you, you might know something about that, it sounds like. So it, it's neat to hear, though, it, yours is yet another uh, story of reassurance. Like, yeah, that was very challenging in it, and but I came through it, and I'm so much stronger for it, and I, it has really served me well going forward. Do you how has it been? You're a freshman this year, right? So how has your first year been going?
0: I have to say, I was, I was very pleasantly surprised uh, at how well Colby prepared me to, uh, to deal with freshman year, especially with writing papers. I, I left uh, yeah. senior year of Colby uh, kind of unsure whether it was actually challenging me as much as it was trying to. Um, Mostly because i I admit I did not do all of the work. I was not uh, a perfect student. But even still, i I left there, like I can go and write papers. I can do all of these things and loads of reading that they want us to do, and have a lot easier time at it than people who haven't haven't been challenged in that way as much during high school.
1: Sure, you already tackled that mountain in a way, or scaled it at least, got started scaling it perhaps, and that was not among the mix of variables that you were trying to conquer all at once. That's good to hear.
2: Speaking of mountains, is Wyoming Catholic College the college that incorporates an outdoorsmanship element? What's that like?
0: No, yeah, it is. Um, They sent us on a 21 day backpacking trip at the beginning of the freshman year, and then uh, throughout the year, it might be a little different uh, because of COVID 19, but generally throughout the year, they'll send us some more week long backpacking trips and do a lot of stuff with that. And so, yeah, it's um, definitely the intellectual challenges are not the only ones there. Uh, they're a big part of it. But yeah, I really like their philosophy of bringing in uh, the outdoors to trying to understand uh, just in general, what we're supposed to be doing as individual people and as humans, all of that kind of stuff.
1: Definitely important. Is that part of what attracted you to the school?
0: Or uh, is it's it part of it. Um, yeah. So I really liked out I, I was also considering going to uh, Thomas Aquinas College. But what I really liked about Wyoming Catholic College is that um, firstly, they had They had this outdoor program, and they talked to us uh, when I went to visit them in the summer. They talked to us about why they felt it was important to uh, have an appreciation for the outdoors to kind of go along with the intellectual life. That was a big part of it. They focus a lot on reading first sources, reading classic works of literature and philosophy, and I like that. And I really like that idea of going back and, and reading the people who actually came up with this stuff and thinking about it, which, yeah. And and going back to your earlier question, that's another thing Colby helped me with because they would, uh, especially with reading Locke and Hobbes and Rousseau and, and just trying to understand how that affected everything else, it really helped when now we're reading Aristotle and Plato and... And Homer and all of these other people, and we can start to think about how they kind of shaped the world today.
2: I think that foundation we've talked about the primary sources on some other episodes, and that's a theme that I think is so cool to see lived out in various Colby graduates' lives is this idea of like the these books and these sources and this wisdom from a very long time ago, calendar wise, being so applicable, right here and right now. And we've yeah, talked, relevant, in, yeah. yeah, we've talked in other episodes about how like, it seems kind of a, a classical education could seem kind of not approachable for some people. Um, but that it's really like 100 years ago, at what's now known as classical education, would just have been an education. And so I love hearing different stories of people discovering that and then combining them with, like you said, like your interest in the outdoors and things like that and and really this living out of the formation that you have. And so I guess I have really terrible allergies. so I do not camp. I do not hike oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to imagine how, if I didn't have allergies, these interactions with the outdoors would further enrich my Colby education. And so how, like, I know it's probably hard for you to explain um, because you just live it, but how would you describe it to us?
0: Well, my hope is that as time goes on, I'll get better at uh, understanding it to a point where I can explain it out loud but i can i can do my best the basic idea they tell us is that they want to send us outdoors so that we have an appreciation for uh, an appreciation for nature and and get to look on its beauty and they use the word wonder a lot they talk about why it's important to wonder at god's creation and really actually desire to not just understand god in, in analytical way uh, but also learn to actually you know be a part of of his plan and and nature is a big part of that they talk to us a lot about being uh, stewards of nature as humans i I don't remember exactly what books are on the colby curriculum or what exactly they go through but definitely uh, starting to think about that and realize that would be a big part to actually manifesting it and Beginning to understand why it's important.
2: I love this idea of encountering nature as taking a step beyond the intellectual rigor. Like, the intellectual rigor is fantastic. It trains our reason. Like, reason is what sets us apart from the animals, right? But creation is much more than what's just going on in our brains. So, I love this combination of intellectual education and the just like you said the wonder of existence because that's what it that's what all the books are trying to explore and understand and
1: this is interesting to me this bringing up this word wonder and the emphasis of on the word wonder as opposed to this other word awesome which I think applies so much to the outdoor world right when I, you would hear that but it is so used so often almost thoughtlessly now the word awesome that it comes out and I, I do it myself I it's almost like, what else am I going to say? Oh, that's awesome. I, it really inspires me to think more about the word wonder and its use as applied to creation. That's really interesting to me, especially when I recognize that that word awesome that I use almost thoughtlessly, however closely it might be related and appropriate in some in some contexts. This word wonder is a really good a good one to to think more about I think hearing about your outdoor the emphasis on the outdoors makes me think of Pope Saint John Paul II and even Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati. I think of those two this emphasis on the outdoors and exploration I'm sure there are many others but just thinking of the experiences it sounds like you're having at school but thinking of them going taking
2: groups doing things like that that's just the image coming to mind which is a happy one so that's nice What are some of the areas that you're interested in or that kind of piqued your interest in, whether in Colby or at college or looking at your plans post-college or anything like that?
0: I'd say in Colby, um, definitely by far, my favorite class was the creative writing class in senior year. And then second to that was in junior year, Mrs. O'Connor's rhetoric class those two were definitely my favorite and that kind of my favorite class in Wyoming Catholic College is, is also the writing class. Uh, we don't do creative writing, but, well, we did a little bit, uh, but mostly we focus on writing papers, uh, which, which I still enjoy because I like it when they tell us exactly how uh, to write a paper and teach us how to do it. Well, uh, some, some of the other students do not share my sentiment. They would rather uh, appreciate the classes that give us less papers throughout the semester. But uh, I like to think that my time at Colby has mm-hmm. allowed me to appreciate the writing class and not despise it for the, uh, like giving us double the amount of work mm-hmm. and the rest of the thing.
2: Where are you looking to head during college and, and post-college or- you know we're not going to hold you to anything you say but like what are some of the things that that uh, prompt that sense of wonder and make you want to explore them more
0: well as for where i'm going in college i think it's really funny that you asked me that because uh, wyoming catholic college the, the only major you can do is a liberal arts major because they're really striving to achieve having an integrated curriculum and having all of your classes Come together and play into each other uh, for this and that with whatever you're learning in theology or philosophy or science. Uh, And I thought it was really interesting, like the similarities and differences between that and Colby, because I remember when I was in Colby, people were talking a lot about how they were trying to kind of integrate the curriculum, even though not everyone was taking the same classes at the same times. And I can kind of start to see that, or I could kind of start to see that. you would have some classes talk about the same things at the same times, and then you go off and chat with your classmates outside of class and realize, oh, and then there's these other things that uh, match up really well, um, these thoughts or ideas we're learning. Uh, so I thought that was really cool in Colby, and I think uh, one of the reasons I like Wyoming Catholic College is because uh, they're able to really take that to another level and really get it super super integrated and super well thought out how they do that
1: this sounds really interesting and fascinating and it sounds like such a great program for life living after college because sure there are many fields that require very specific studies but there is certainly a much value to a broad liberal arts education to approach life whatever comes next and specializing later and then also having that broad base to to use a, a probably another overused word, I mean, that's going to be my theme this time. Pivot to something else if need be. That to have this depth of knowledge to draw from through through all of life, whatever that means. Not just your occupation. That's neat.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Are there several other Colby students there now? Had, had were either were there familiar faces or names when you got there?
0: There are. Uh, one of my classmates went there. Uh, only one though, and then she tells me about other. People who she meets, and, and I meet a few people who say that they took uh, Colby classes. And I'm like, whoa, there, there's someone else who's done it too. And it's, it's really cool to see other people there who also had the same high school as I have and um, sure. same education for that, and then ended up in the same place, at least for college.
1: It's always nice to have a familiar face or name, or even just that connection that way. That's great. What types of things, activity-wise, and I hate to use, that's another overused word. I'm going to try to get away from that. Um, Outside of school. Outside of your, right, outside of your studies, what are some of your interests?
0: I'd say the interest that comes most to mind whenever people ask me that question is, I I like filming short films or that kind of thing. Um, I can't say I'm extremely good at it, but it's really fun. And I really like doing it and, and just trying to get better so that's something me and my friends have been doing for a while or while I was in Colby. They didn't, some of my friends took the self-paced Colby courses, um, but yeah, that's something my, me and my friends did during high school and something I've been trying to keep doing during college. Just, Oh, I have some idea for a film. I'll write it up real quick on the computer. Uh, I have a long list of short film scripts, most of which are unfinished. Uh, But yeah, I'll I'll write it up and uh, occasionally I'll get a chance to go out and film it and come back and edit it together. And and yeah. Very cool. The writing part is definitely easier to do because I don't have to uh, leave wherever I am and pack up the camera and tripod and whatever or get a bunch of people together. I just have to write it up. Uh, So that's definitely the one I do more, but I, I do like, producing them a lot and editing them and seeing the finished product.
1: Sounds like you're the visionary. You've got the idea, you make it happen. You bring the people together, you see it through to completion. That's neat.
0: That's my goal.
1: Do you, what are some of your memorable experiences you had as a Colby student? And this could be favorite experiences or least favorite or things like that. (laughs) Things that stick in your, stick out in your mind.
0: Memorable experiences as a Colby student? I don't know what counts. I, I'd say the <laughs> most memorable experiences I've had as a Colby student were definitely, usually, not always, usually outside of class with other people from Colby, with my classmates that goofing counts. off and this, that, or the other way. Or, uh, especially... Goofing off, but in intellectual context, so we'll be joking around, but also bringing in Thomas Aquinas and Saint Augustine, uh, which I thought was really fun, and um, I love that doing that in class. Hopefully, not too disruptively. I'd say those were my most memorable experiences. I I don't remember any of them very specifically. I do remember there were some very, uh, there were a large variety of Saint Augustine references that were brought into random arguments.
2: This makes me so excited. I thought that I was the only person who had once tried to explain an argument by quoting both Thomas Aquinas and Jimmy Neutron. It's neat to hear these stories of of these friendships cultivated across the miles and then
1: in person as well, and this uh, camaraderie among the Colby family. Hope recently visited with some current Colby 10th graders about their Colby experiences. What would you say to your, to them or to yourself as a Colby 10th grader, if you had the chance?
0: Oh, I'd probably say something about make sure to actually do all of the work they give you. It's a great, <laughs> great opportunity to get really, really good at time management. Not doing the work also gets you okay good at time management. But actually doing you can get so good at managing your time, and it's just so nice because you can do like you can do other things with your life besides procrastinating. Uh, but if you procrastinate, then uh, I, me personally, I always feel bad about doing other stuff and, and it just, it, yeah, it, it sucks away so much time, even when it, it seems like it's giving you more. Get really good at, at managing your time. This is a great chance
2: That is a great description of how procrastination seems like you're you're saving up more time to yourself but you're really like spending more time on whatever you're dreading and there's no escaping that in homeschooling <laughs> Way back in our first or second episode, I said that one of my favorite life guiding tenants came from a sign in a Jimmy John sandwich shop that said, If you do the things you have to do when you have to do them, you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. And you guys are my people to to talk about Augustine and Jimmy Johns in the same conversation.
0: That's I I have not seen that. But yeah, that is really funny and definitely very true. When you're not like required to be sitting there doing whatever thing and they're just like, Okay, do it then you can go off and waste your time, but you very quickly realize that that's not a good idea. Hopefully you realize that, hopefully you realize what you should be doing.
1: And sooner or later, right? And it sounds like this is an opportunity for it to come sooner, that realization to come sooner and therefore stand to benefit all the more (laughs) from accepting that, working with it and reaping the benefits of that. Yeah, that's great. Looking back now as here in your first year of college, what your college application process was like, do you have any thing that stands out that that you would throw out there as as a pointer or anything like that?
0: Well, I procrastinated a lot on my college application stuff, especially with essays. They kept wanting me to write more essays and you write an essay for this, and then write short answer mm-hmm. question for twelve questions. and i am glad that i am in a college right now because i'm not sure i should be i spent so much time not doing those then ended up rushing them at the last minute and yay wyoming accepted me and i wanted to go there anyway but like that could have gone really badly i could have done that a lot better (laughs)
1: I am like, sure a, you're not the like first You're not the first, you're not the last. Right. <laughs> the a good testament. Yeah. <laughs> you're certainly not alone in that. Things have a way of working out, but it it's still good to hear. It's good to hear it coming from you rather than mom, right? <laughs> like yeah. I think there's a lot yeah. to be said for that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I know Mrs. O'Connor said on her episode that she loved many things about about teaching, but one of the things that she mentioned was that she like gets to grade just objectively superior work because it elevates your level. So like, even when you're rushing, there's some play in the hinges here, right? Like Colby trains you so well that we do our best, but you're still going to get a lot of benefits even when you feel like you're rushing because it's skills and the thinking patterns that it forms. Yeah. College application essays are no joke. And they all seem to have different ones, especially like the Catholic colleges that don't use the Common app.
0: Yeah, I definitely was not aware of everything I learned from Colby. Uh, I I feel like now everyone who hears this is going to go off and and think to themselves, ah, well, it's okay for me to not try because I'm just not aware of how (laughs) Colby is helping me. And I can just (laughs) rush all my college applications because it'll be fine and I'll get into my dream college. So please don't do that.
2: (laughs) I think that they'll hear, ah, there's hope for me. Like I, I am aware of my own shortcomings and I'm working on them, but I still have farther to go. And I sometimes like, I don't know, this comes up in conversations. I'm working on them, but I don't know whether I am in control of them or they're in control of me. And so I think that people will hear you talking about like, Hey, acknowledge them and, work on them and recognize sometimes they get you into some tight corners, but the path for you still took you where it was best for you.
0: Yeah.
1: And also there's, it's not this cataclysmic, like the world comes to an end. There seems to be so much hype and pressure with the whole process. And I might, you know, talk to me here in a little, you know, in a year or so, and I might be singing a different song, but it it's good to have that perspective. Like, yes, that, this needs to be done but it is not the end all be all as well and these things have a way of working out as they're meant to and and you got to do your part but it's it's not it, certainly not as high stakes as sometimes it seems to come across anyway yeah hopefully yeah are people surprised to learn that you are homeschooled? does it come up very much when you meet new folks
0: um occasionally i'll meet i'll meet people who are are a little surprised that I'm homeschooled. Uh, most of the people I meet are at college. That's my main. Now I have like half of my brain is just sectioned off for everyone I've just met, like the hundreds of people I've just met at college. And wow, I just met a bunch of people all at the same time. And most of them, as far as I can tell, are homeschooled as well. Some of them are surprised that I take on or that I took online classes, or think that. Uh, it was self-paced online classes or associate with that kind of thing, which I feel like is very different. Every time I hear about other people taking online classes that are self-paced as opposed to being live, it always seems like a very different experience. And I, while I was in Colby, I felt like it being live and there being a teacher and students there and it's all happening in front of you and you being able to ask a question and lead the course of the class. Maybe not lead the course of the class, but I, I felt like that was all a, a pretty important part of what was going on there. Um, so there are some people that are surprised, but less than I would expect.
1: Sure. And I can see with the online experience, it was a different experience than all offline, so to speak. What are we going to say, I Hope?
2: All right. I was going to say are you calling me old because the online classes didn't exist when I was doing Colby.
1: No, cuz <laughs> if I call trying. you old then what's that make me? It's like so
2: much older? <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's such a range anymore. There's so many homeschooling options. People have their own idea of what that word means. And we we know that everyone's the way they are accomplishing schooling at home as opposed to brick and mortar that looks very different for everyone so it's I don't know it's maybe new words being introduced like focusing more on the word wonder and coming up with other words to describe your experience it sounds like from your experience and other alumni we've talked to who did the online program it's it feels more like a college experience in the high school years for you guys and it's it's prepared you well for your college from everything that I've been hearing so what are you looking forward to here in the near term or the long term?
0: Here in college or in life or?
1: Yes, sure. sure.
0: Okay. <laughs> I have to say, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, okay. Anyone can say, oh, I'm looking forward to when COVID-19 stops being a thing. But uh, as far as like actually positive things, hap- like something happens instead of something stops happening. As far as that's concerned, I'm not exactly sure. I'm still not sure where God is meaning for my life to go. And I know there's a lot of options going out of college. I'd say I'm definitely looking forward to learning more about the stuff. We have started reading the Bible in college and going through and trying to understand it as a whole instead of as. And then Isaiah said this one verse, and this is what this means. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to continuing that. Yeah. And just learning more and growing more and, and all of those kinds of things that sound great to say and have so much meaning, but I just, I admit, I do not understand what that meaning is. They're just words at the moment, but I'm sure that they will manifest themselves sometime in the future. So maybe that's what I'm looking yeah, forward my- to. I'm looking forward to knowing what it means to learn and grow.
1: That's fantastic. That I really admire your openness. Yeah, the, just the openness and the, the curiosity that you have and your willingness to learn. That's that's big. I don't know if you recognize how big that is. Many people are not that way. They're, they're, they think they know already and you acknowledge that you don't and it, I think that's wonderful.
2: I've been on a C.S. Lewis vendor this year and he talks a lot about kind of staying in the present moment and Grace being in the present moment rather than getting stuck in the past or living in the future. And he talks about how it I think it's him. And now I'm gonna regret it if I've missed this is the problem when you quote a lot of people is sometimes you accidentally misquote things and then he contribute to you know the 95% of quotes on the internet that are misquoted. It's very unfortunate. But <laughs> whether it was C S Lewis or someone else, this year I have encountered the idea of it's very difficult if not impossible to be stressed when you are curious and as someone who thinks of stress as kind of the default setting that intrigued me so much and i think that curiosity is maybe another word for the wonder that you that you described of like when you're when you're in wonder at something you're not trying to drive it or control it you're encountering it in the here and now and as the here and now moves forward just like words in a sentence and there's my St. Augustine reference for the episode uh, (laughs) yeah the sense of of curiosity and wonder being like I I don't know what the specifics are but I'm looking forward to seeing them like that is profound that you're there and you're probably just like, what? This is how you live, and that is the <laughs> that is one of the amazing benefits of Colby, I think.
1: And to add to that, I think the the openness to uh, learning, learning in general, but learning from the classics and theology and philosophy, the the things that you are entering into to learn, to form you, and to help you see where this leads next. I have a lot of admiration for you for that. That It's really been a privilege to hear you describe, to visit with you just a little bit, and, and to hear you describe your experience and certainly uh, hope all the best for you and we'll be really thinking of you as you continue in your studies and look forward to seeing where they take you. And thanks so much for coming to visit with us, Gregory. It's really been our pleasure.
0: Yeah, it's been really great to come on and just talk about it and talk about Colby and everything else. So, yeah, thank you again for having me.
1: Mary, our mother, pray for us. St. Maximilian Kolbe, pray for us. ad yoram Dei Gloriam.